This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. Have a great day the JT way. JT did it again. This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. On Air with JT, hosted by On Air with JT. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. What's going on, everybody? You are listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. Yes. We are at Season 15, Episode 11. Thank you so much to everybody that has been supporting me. I truly, truly appreciate it. All of the new listeners, people that have been with me from the beginning, people that have come on this journey with me recently, whatever it might be. Thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate it. I'm so excited to be back doing what I love. Yes, I've talked openly about sort of losing my passion for podcasting. But I love podcasting. I'll always love it. Like I've said so many times, it was my first love at 16. And I'm still going to be a podcaster. I'm still going to be making content. I'm just going to be allocating my time a little bit more to my acting career. But that's not going to take away anything related to podcasting or on air with JT. In fact, there's more things and there's amazing things that I'm implementing into this show. And I know I've talked about it for quite some time, and I've been talking a big game, but I just want to clarify a couple things really quick before we get into today's show, and that is On Air with JT isn't going anywhere. We're just starting, man. We're just starting, and the cool thing about On Air with JT, if you have listened or watched previous prior episodes, is that 
every episode is improvised. There's no script. There's no things and topics and bullet points and things that I need to say. Whatever I say comes from the heart. Whatever I say comes from my brain. And yes, there might be times where I say some stupid things. There's some times where I say some insightful things, I'd like to think. And there's also some times I say some funny shit. On purpose or sometimes by accident. <laughs> Not always, but I, I have my I have my funny moments. <laughs> I'd like to think. But I want this show to be a little bit more structured. I want there to be some really kind of solidified segments incorporated into the On Air With JT show. So just to reiterate really quickly before we get into today's show, that On Air With JT is back. Season 15 is going to be amazing. I know that I said that some things were going to be on the show and in the show by the start of season 15, and I know that we're already 11 episodes deep, but that's okay. That's okay, because I need to remind myself and also remind everyone else that I'm a one-man crew. I do everything by myself, and that's a lot of work, but I'm not complaining because I, I actually love what I do. I actually love it, and I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't. Yes, I, you know, some of my passion and love and energy has been allocated towards my acting career. But again, that's has no damage or no impact on the podcast. Because Honor with JT, like I said, is going to be more structured with segments. There's going to be better interviews. On top of that, there's going to be a live stream from multiple different platforms, from different angles and I'm going to be able to engage with people. People are going to be able to call in because it's also going to be a live radio show. And then basically once I go off the air, it'll then get distributed to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and over 20 more different platforms, including YouTube. So it'll be a live radio show, also be live streaming, then probably be live streaming on one social media platform as well, like Facebook or Instagram. And then it'll be cut down into a podcast where if you're not able to listen to it or see it or watch it live when I'm actually doing it, you can listen to it at your leisure. So I'm really excited about that. And one of the things I wanted to just briefly touch was, and I know I kind of talked about it on the, the episode prior, but I, I just, I'm not happy. I was not happy with the content that I have put out in the last year. Because here we are in October, and I came back from my hiatus last October. So it's been a year. And to be honest, I did not expect, you know, I didn't have like these plans in September of last year. Like, yeah, 
I'm going to get back to the podcast. It kind of just happened with like divine timing. Because keep in mind, the first interview and episode that I did after coming back from a year and a half or whatever of a hiatus was an in-person interview at downtown Boston with lead singer of Mount Joy, Matt Quinn. And, you know, himself and the whole band and the crew was so gracious, so nice. And it was an experience I'll never forget. But, you know, taking a year off, year and a half off, going back into podcasting, and then having your first in-person big interview with a successful band and then a band that actually enjoy their music was a little intimidating to a certain degree just because I haven't been used to doing it and it's kind of like working out if you don't work out for a year or a year and a half and you were working out for quite some time and developed a routine and started getting muscles or fit or losing weight, whatever it might be, and then you just stop, what do you think is going to happen? So it wasn't really such a smooth transition as I kind of hoped looking back. And I know hindsight is twenty twenty. I know, I get that. But it just wasn't something that I was truly happy with and I feel like I could have done better especially when it got to that point in January February March when I was just interviewing all these people that I looked up to and that I love their music or music or art or whatever it might be and now I'm talking to them and now I'm interviewing them and it was kind of a weird transition to be honest and like I said I I was nervous during a lot of these interviews because I just wasn't kind of prepared mentally even though looking back I thought I was but I really wasn't and I know that we are our own biggest critics and and things like that. But with everything that I do, I always like to go back and analyze it and see what I can improve on. Because nobody's perfect. And all about evolving and growing and getting better at whatever it is in life, whether it's personal, career, job-wise, whatever it is, you have to fail. You have to experiment. You have to try things. You have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to break out of that bubble, that shell, and you have to go and do it. What does Nike say? Just do it. And it's the truth. And there's a lot of interviews that I did that whether it was the questions or me interrupting artists and things like that. And I don't know. I, I just, I could have done better. 
and I will do better. And that's one of the reasons why I just want to bring it up is because that there's going to be so many things and so many improvements on On Air with JT. And I'm not even talking about the other ventures and things that I got going on because we still got On Air with JT. And just like I just mentioned with all the new live and, you know, live streaming and live radio show and the segments and people are going to be able to call in and we're going to have different interviews and it's going to be like on Zoom calls. So it's not going to be just like audio. So it's going to be a little bit better in terms of just overall content and quality. Because like I talked about on the last episode and just a couple minutes ago, I kind of got sidetracked by having all of this sort of success, quote unquote, and all of these big names and people that I didn't think would recognize me or give me the attention or the time of day for, for years. And now I'm talking to them and they're following me and we're texting or we're you know, calling and it, it was just so much uh, all at once. And especially doing everything by myself, that's a lot of work. And I don't know. I, and I don't, I don't want to just keep giving these justifications and excuses and things like that because I am self-aware. I am able to take accountability. I am able to look back and see a situation or something and be like, oh, wow, I could do better. I'm better than that. Because nobody is perfect. And anybody that tries to have a perception that that they are perfect or they have the best life or they don't have any issues or problems, that's a facade. That's an act. And I don't mind, again, taking accountability. I can't even talk. I don't mind taking accountability. I really don't. I think it's very crucial. I think it's very important, especially during these times, that we understand that self-reflection is the key to growth. Because if you don't have that self-reflection, if you don't have that self-awareness in you, within you, and you haven't accepted the process of having self-reflection and self-awareness and being able to put that ego aside or your pride aside and be able to look at something for what it is, not for what you want it to be, or wish it to be, but for what it actually is, whether you like it or you don't. And to look at it, analyze it, deconstruct it, and see what you can do to be better. So it either doesn't happen again, or when it does happen again, you have a better reaction. Not only for yourself, but for the situation and everyone that is involved. But it takes quite some time to get to a point where you're able to be like, okay, I was wrong. And I know I talked about that on the previous episode, but I just have to talk about it really 
quickly and reiterate, and I'm sorry for regurgitating this, but it's the truth. It's so crucial to be able to have that self-awareness and, and, and have that accountability. And there's so many people that are living, whether it's millennials, Gen Z, you know, people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s that still haven't mastered the art of taking accountability. There's so many people that are just walking around or that are just absolutely delusional. They don't know what they're doing. They're brainwashed. They listen and follow what everyone else does and trends and they don't have any, you know, critical thinking. They just want to copy other people and they don't want to embrace who they are. That's what you need to do. You need to embrace who you are. You need to embrace your uniqueness. Because when you are your true, authentic self, when there's no facade, when there's no act, when you are truly in your authentic self, that is when you start receiving life's blessings. That is when you start seeing miracles. That's when you start seeing things that you never dreamt of, or maybe you have dreamt of, but they come to you in a way that you never thought it would. But in order to have that high vibration and that high frequency, you need to have a lot of love, and you need to be authentic. You need to be who you are, what the universe and God and source created. Your consciousness. I'm not even talking about your physical body. But when you align your high level of consciousness with being authentic, with being truly who you are with no mask no facade that is when unexpected abundant miracles will come your way in ways you never ever imagined and i guarantee you that is the absolute truth it really is and i feel like a lot of people don't understand that i feel like a lot of people kind of overlook that because it can be a hard thing. Especially, you know, at least from my personal experience in my life, I know that the way I used to think for so long in my entire life was, okay, I thought of something or I thought of a plan and it has to go like this, that, that, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's just not how life works. That's not how things work. And also when you do that, when you say that, okay, it needs to work like this and like that, and there can't be any interruptions or mishaps, and you know, when you literally outline it and have this blueprint where it's too detailed, when you have that blueprint that is too detailed, you are limiting what the universe will send you because you're putting out through your intentions, through your mindset, through your frequency and vibrations, you're putting out that it needs to go a certain way. And there's going to be so much 
resistance that comes with that because you can't think that it can only come to you in this one way. Most of the miracles and amazing things that come to you in life, especially when it comes to abundance, comes to you in the ways that you never even thought it would come to you. So it's really important and crucial to have that mindset that of just accepting everything for what it really is and not really having so much pressure on the outcome and the expectations because you're only limiting what you're going to receive and you're only limiting what your brain and what your mindset and your vibration and energy is projecting out into the world. And when you limit that, you're not able to get the full capacity and, and maximize that potential of what the outcome could be because you're, you're putting it in, a, in such a constraint way where it, it's not flexible and not open enough to receive the things that you want and desire because you're limiting it to only it has to go like this or that. You can't do that. And that's definitely one thing that I have learned this year. And one thing that has really helped me is changing that kind of mindset. And it's so important. It is so important. And I feel like a lot of people kind of take that for granted. And you can't. You can't take something like that for granted. Because... When you do that, you allow yourself to kind of go back into that way of thinking, into that way of just allocating and putting your energy and thoughts and whatever it might be into things that you don't want it to be. Because when we think, oh man, I hope it doesn't go this way, or oh, I bet it's going to happen, or I bet it's not going to work out. You're putting that out into the world. You're putting that out into the universe. You don't want to send that kind of energy out into the world. And I know that it's easier said than done. I know, trust me, because this is coming from someone who thought like this their entire life. And I was fucking myself by doing that. I was limiting myself by doing that and of course a lot of the things would actually go wrong because I was manifesting it especially since I'm a strong manifester I'm putting all this energy on a negative outcome when if you could just let it let go and just go with the flow go with the waves of the universe it's okay to have plans. It's okay to have goals and dreams and think of things that you want to do and write things out and have vision boards. There's nothing wrong with that. Just try not to limit the way that you will receive that because it might delay the process. That's all I'm saying. And I got to say, you know, I have to definitely share with you guys product that has been really helping me and I honestly believe that it will help you too. Now, we all have our difficulties and things that we go through or deal with. And for me, 
one of those things, especially having ADHD, is staying focused, productivity. And we all know that energy drinks are not good for you. They leave you jittery and confused and you crash later and so many added chemicals. So I've been in search for quite some time for an all-natural organic product that will kind of give me the same kind of feeling to a certain degree in a positive way, you know, minus the jittery feeling and all of that. I've been looking for an alternative, a healthy alternative, and I'm on it. I found it. I'm on day five, and Magic Mind, (laughs) wow, let me tell you, literally, I'm on day five, and I have more mental clarity, I'm more productive, I'm super focused, and I take two shots a day. So I take one when I wake up in the morning, and I take the other one usually around uh, like 1 or 2 p.m., sometimes like 3 o'clock depending if I need to get more work done. And I'm telling you, it just gives you that extra boost that you need. And there's no harmful chemicals and BS that's being put in it. In fact, it's actually helping you. Now, you guys know that I don't sell things or talk about things that I don't actually try myself. I'm not a sellout. And I'm telling you, Magic Mind, (laughs) they have definitely figured out the right formula. Because just after five days, I feel amazing. And I I know if I continue to take this, that I'm just going to get more work done. And also, it helps with my anxiety. So not only does it help with my ADHD, but it helps with my anxiety. Now, this is just my personal experience with Magic Mind. But I honestly believe that if Magic Mind can help me, then it can help you. And thank you so much to Magic Mind for sponsoring today's show because Magic Mind and myself have partnered up where if you use my promo code, my link, go to magicmind.com slash JT and use my promo code JT20 and get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code. That's magicmind.com slash JT, promo code JT20. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy that we're back here and (laughs) this season... I'm just really excited about the things that are going to come with it. And I know that a lot of the episodes on season 15 already is kind of me just kind of reiterating and going over what I'm going to be doing and things like that. And I know that there, again, there's been some delays and things like that. And I do apologize about that. But don't forget, you know, with Honor with JT, we still got Mental Health Soul podcast. We still got Breaking Free from the Matrix podcast. I'm also happy to announce that the Justin Thomas show is returning. And that's going to be a weekly show. All the other three shows, Mental Health Soul, Breaking Free from the Matrix, and the Justin Thomas show are going to be weekly podcasts. 
Now, On Air with JT is going to be a live radio show. It's also going to be streamed live, and then it's going to get distributed to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, etc. for the podcast edited version, which is basically going to be the same version as the live version. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about the interviews that I'm going to be having. And it's not only going to be musicians. I know that the majority of the interviews that I did in season 14 were with musicians. But it's going to be a little bit more diverse. It's going to be a little bit more, uh, it's just going to be different. We're going to have, I'm not saying that we're not going to be interviewing musicians because I'm a music nerd. I love to interview people and especially musicians but we're going to have actors we're going to have authors we're going to have doctors we're going to have entrepreneurs business owners advocates um, authors just so many people I mean at the end of the day it all kind of comes down to can I have a conversation with this person and will this conversation be meaningful to my audience Will it be meaningful and insightful to the people that listen or watch me? That's what it all comes down to. Does it matter what the profession is? You know, I'll interview someone that is an accountant <laughs> because I just don't know everything about being an accountant. So I, I would have so many questions. Or a nurse. Does it matter? There's no off limits on who I'm going to interview and things like that. In fact, it's just getting more broader and the different types of categories or whatever you want to call it of types of people in their professions or whatever they do, it's going to be different. So I'm really, really excited about that. I really am. I'm just really excited about the things that are going to come with season 15. Because I have been working so hard trying to really make sure that this season and going into 2024, that big things are going to happen. I know big things are going to happen. And I'm so excited to do it. So excited to showcase and display that. And incorporate that into the show and everything else. I really am. And you might be asking yourself, well, you know, you've been saying this for quite some time. Yeah, I know. And I apologize. Like I said, I'm a one-man crew. Everything that I'm doing is by myself. And there's only 24 hours in a day. So I try my best to get as much done as possible. And of course, that would not be possible without Magic Mind. And get your discount by going to magicmind.com slash JT. And don't forget, I'm still writing my autobiography. I'm still writing a novel, which is then going to be transcribed and kind of put into a screenplay, a script, a movie. I'm starting to work on my documentary. There's going to be behind the scenes and like day in the life of JT kind of vlogs, which I'm going to have some content kind of taken from the live streams, but there's going to be a lot of kind of cool exclusive content. And I'm in the process of kind of setting up the Patreon account for really exclusive content. 
And of course, I appreciate anyone that supports me in, in that way. But I'm never going to, you know, I'm never that type of person of being like, you know, if you don't support me or if you don't financially back me or donate or buy whatever, then you're not a true fan or blah, blah, blah. No, I get it. Times are rough. I get it. I, I'm not I'm not that type of person. I was going to say the word influencer, but I just hate using that word. Even though I've technically been an influencer before influencing was a thing, looking back. But we didn't know that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even know when I first did the first podcast that it was called a podcast. I was calling it an internet radio talk show. <laughs> JT 94.28, internet radio talk show. It's just crazy how t how times have evolved, and it's just crazy looking back, because how I started was doing a live radio show on Ustream.com, and that's kind of like what Twitch is today, and I was doing that in 2010, 2011, 2012. <laughs> it's crazy looking back. But I'm thankful for all those experiences. Uh, I, I'm really thankful. And I wouldn't change that in any way. I would not change that whatsoever. Because those experiences made me who I am today. Those experiences showed me and taught me lessons that I needed to learn. Personally, professionally, spiritually, all the above. I needed to learn those lessons. And again, this kind of goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the show, where it's so important and crucial and keen to have that self-awareness and to take accountability and to see where you're messing up or where you, you can improve in. Because we can all improve on something. We can all get better at doing something. And anyone that says otherwise is full of themselves because nobody is perfect. Even the best of the best practice, even when they have technically done their 10,000 hours or 20,000 hours or 30,000 hours, they still audition. They still practice. They still hit the gym, whatever it might be. So nobody's perfect. I mean, even the best singers, Michael Jackson had to do rehearsal. Athletes, they warm up. They practice. Maybe not AI. Practice? We're talking about practice. <laughs> but I mean, all jokes aside, you need that repetition. You need to put those reps in because those reps are the things that get you better. And the quicker and the more reps that you do, you're just going to progress at a quicker rate. So why not do that? Honestly. But yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up on today's show. I have a very cool exclusive interview with David Meltzer, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And I can't wait to release the next episode. And there's so many things in the works. And I'm just so excited to be back making content, making podcasts, 
talking about things that I want to talk about or that needs to be talked about and just doing what I love, doing a passion and a, a love of mine. I'm, I'm just happy to be back and I'm happy for everyone that supports me. I truly appreciate that and I do not take that for granted one bit. For all business inquiries, you can send me an email at onairwithjt at gmail.com. That's onairwithjt at gmail.com. All the links to listen or watch my shows, On Air With JT, Mental Health Soul, Breaking Free From The Matrix, to follow me on social media or to get in contact with me, all the links and everything is accessible right over at onairwithjt.com. Dot com. That's onairwithjt.com. Thank you so much for listening to the first part of On Air With JT, and I hope you enjoy this exclusive interview with David Meltzer. This is On Air With JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates, and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront, with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. You are listening to On Air with JT, and I have a very, very special guest, a very exclusive interview with somebody that I've been looking up to for quite some time now. David Meltzer is a successful entrepreneur, businessman, sports executive, speaker, media personality, author, David, how are you doing today? Fantastic. What a pleasure it is to be here. <laughs> you you are in San Diego, right? Yeah, San Diego. Okay. And we'll be with Drew Brees tomorrow. Super excited. John Astroff, Tim Story. We all have uh, a, an unbelievable event. So super excited to be here. Oh, wow. Drew Brees. Uh, yeah, I'm a Patriots fan, so you probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're not doing so well. <laughs> But, well, you've done well enough. <laughs> yeah, touche. But uh, yeah, you're also the host of Playbook, Office Hours, Two Minute Drill. Um, so I have some questions, David, for you. Um, I guess to really kind of start off, can you describe a defining moment or experience from your early life that has significantly influenced your career path and values? Yeah, I think you know earlier in life when I was 18 years old, I was exceeding my own expectations by playing college football. Mm -hmm. And after my first season in college, I realized I wasn't going to be an NFL star. I'd gotten run over by Christian Okoye, oh, my wow. first game, and uh, kind of saw the difference between my skills and knowledge and other people's of football. And although my desire may have equaled or been greater than uh, my skills, uh, particularly weren't up to snuff when it came to being an NFL star. Mm -hmm. So I more adhered to my mom's philosophy for my life, which was doctor, lawyer, or failure. And so I was pre-med and 
I went over to visit my older brother mm. uh, who was doing his residency and I walked in the hospital and I looked around and I told him, man, I hate hospitals. <laughs> and he, he looked at me like I was crazy. I was 18 years old. And he, he said to me, what do you mean you hate hospitals? You're pre-med. God knows you're not going to be a professional athlete. How can you hate hospitals and want to be a doctor? I said, well, I want to be a sports physician. I want to be on the sidelines in the locker rooms. I'm not going to be in the hospital. And that's when he gave me probably the best advice that I've ever gotten. And the defining moment was when he told me, David, you need to be more interested than interesting. And, wow. you know, my journey has changed ever since I was 18. And I really have tried to focus my best on learning from people, not talking to them mm -hmm. by doing my due diligence, finding the light, the love and the lessons in all circumstances, people and events in order to facilitate a better future and a brighter path for my journey. Most definitely. And I know one of the things that you talk about a lot is, you know, one of the main reasons why you wanted to get rich was to buy your mother a house and a car, just like myself. You know, that's a, a big goal and dream of mine. Did you have that pursuit of being an entrepreneur while you were playing sports in high school and middle school? Like, were you like that kid at, you know, doing the lemonade stands or was that like the business kind of savvy, you know, came after uh, around 18 <laughs> years old or so? Um, you know, I, I, I was entrepreneurial, although my primary focus was sports to make a lot of money, mm -hmm. but money was my focus. Yeah. Uh, as much as I love football, I wanted to make money playing football. I yeah. want to play football for free mm -hmm. um, because I wanted to make money. Uh, but I wanted to, and I still do, I want to make money, help people and have fun. And so, uh, for me, I was very entrepreneurial. I tried to be in sales and, you know, always buying and selling all types of things, mm. including lemonade. Uh, but it really didn't take, uh, hold until, uh, you know, college and law school where, uh, in college I had a nighttime job selling, uh, books, uh, from, uh, uh, you know, encyclopedias, basically, they would give me two appointments a night. Oh, wow. And then in law school, uh, before I went to my legal internship, I was selling at Roadrunner Sports, running shoes and running gear in San Diego from 4am to 9am. Then I'd run across town uh, to the law firm and start at 920 uh, and work at the law firm. Uh, so I've always had that. And in fact, that's what led me to, uh, you know, not take a law job out of law school and sell legal research online, which catapulted me financially uh, and also gave me a background in technology uh, that I've never uh, discounted or or regretted. Definitely. And this was in the late 80s. In the. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I was selling in the ladies. I got my first job out of law school in 1992 okay. with West Publishing. Yeah. Nice. So, David, I have to ask you, you know, you've mentioned overcoming significant financial challenges in your past, which, you know, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, we, we've all been there. 
what were some key lessons that you learned from those experiences? You know, going and, and building an empire, and then you know, obviously with losing two thousand and eight comes, which nobody, yeah, which nobody really let's not dance around. Let's not dance around the issue, right? I lost yeah. over a hundred million dollars when bankrupt. So uh, yes, the lesson that I learned was my relationship with money. Mm. You see, my entire life. I lived in a world, even when I had a lot of money, of not enough, mm -hmm. that I wasn't worthy of the money that I had, that there wasn't enough money and I had to compete for it. And I thought money would buy me love and happiness, uh, which it doesn't. Money allows you to shop. Mm -hmm. And if you shop for the right things, you'll be happy for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And so by losing everything and with the guidance of my wife and my mom and my best friend and my dad, I shifted a paradigm to live not in the world of not enough or just enough, but in a world of more than enough, more than enough of everything for everyone. And so no longer was I in search for something. Instead, I am what I am. I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. I just had to figure out what I was doing to interfere with it. And in the last 15 years, I've been able to make more money, help more people, and have more fun. Definitely. Would you say that it was a, a lack of gratitude, if that's the right word. Yeah, I think there was four things missing in my life. Gratitude, I wasn't looking for the light, the love, and the lessons and everything like I do now. Mm. Forgiveness, I was not forgiving of myself. I was punishing myself, living in a punishing world, not a world of protection and promotion. I wasn't accountable. I was living below the line in blame, shame, and justification. And then finally, I had lost my inspiration. Uh, I wasn't effectively communicating with my source of faith or with others. Okay. And, and one of the things that I, I love about your, your videos, you know, every day I, I go onto Instagram and, you know, usually it's one of the first videos I see. And I, I, I just really admire and respect people that have you know, acquired so much knowledge over the years, whether, you know, obviously comes from failing and you learn from those lessons and, you know, you don't charge for, you know, your books, you don't charge for, you know, the, the knowledge that you're giving out. And, and there's so many people out there, you know, so many of these quote unquote, you know, gurus and, and things like that. And, you know, obviously, you know, as entrepreneurs, we, like to make money but you give out so much free game and free knowledge and i, I really appreciate what, what you do just because to be honest when i came across your content uh roughly about seven or eight months ago um it was the the video when you were talking about when you were a ball boy for for the clippers um so that's how i discovered you and, you know, one of the things that I, I took away from that, well, a couple things, you know, the, the three-day sale rule, um, and I've definitely implemented that into my sales because I wouldn't say I'm the best salesman. You know, I'm definitely learning. You know, it obviously takes a lot of trial and error and figure out what works and what doesn't. But one thing that you really talked about was how, like, money is energy, and that's so true, and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. Yeah, and money is energy, and energy has three characteristics, and if we understand 
our relativity to money and the relationship to money, which we previously were discussing, you'll realize that if we have the right relationship with money, the right relativity of that energy, that will do three things for us. It'll attract more of it. It aggregates energy, attracts more energy. It will accelerate. Energy accelerates upon itself. And most importantly, it will give us an exponentiality of its outcomes. So money makes more money. And so understanding the uh, philosophy and the physics behind energy, knowing that energy is money, and we can create a system where money aggregates, accelerates, and compounds upon itself. Definitely. That, that makes a lot of sense, uh, the way, especially the way that you just worded that. Um, David, and as you continue and evolve and grow, what are some of your current personal and professional goals and aspirations that you have, you know, to this, you know, right as as of now? Like, are, is there anything that yes. you haven't pursued or there's something that's still on that list of yours that it's something that you still want to do that you, you just haven't had a chance to really kind of start that venture? Yeah, for me, my main mission is to empower over a billion people with the values that I teach, the practices, the daily practices that I utilize and the execution model in which I created in order to effectuate helping over a billion people be happy by teaching them and empowering them to make more money, help more people and have more fun. So my pursuit of my potential is related to building a community of people that want to help each other and know people that can help each other by people like you that will not only digest my content, but share it with others mm -hmm. and do good deeds because of it. Mm -hmm. And as we build this community of people that want to help each other and know people that can help each other, we'll create a community of people that will buy from you and sell for you your entire life, which will create more abundance for everyone in a universe of more than enough of everything for everyone. And so this interview is proof of my mission and I will pursue helping more people like you that are listening to this and hopefully they'll reach out to me ask me for my books you know you can email me david at dmelzer.com david at dmelzer.com <clears throat> and i'll be happy to sign my book send it to you pay for shipping and my book wow that's, that's very generous of you um just to, probably one of one or two last questions david because i i know we're kind of running out of time um, I guess one question I, I definitely wanted to ask you is what advice do you have for individuals, individuals who struggle with work-life balance, especially when pursuing really intense in, like ambitions and career goals? Yeah, so work-life balance to me is a weighted balance that we evaluate every day. Mm -hmm. So I suggest that people look at their life and say, what do I want today, personally, experientially, giving and receiving, considering all the external circumstances around me, in the trajectory of what I think I want or better, what lessons do I need to learn from the past in order to effectuate a better, more accelerated journey in that trajectory, but each day utilize as its own individual activities. Each day have a weighted balance 
this percentage will be dedicated to my personal values. Today, experientially, this is how much time I'm going to spend. In giving-wise, this is what I'm going to do for others and be productive. And receiving-wise, this is the amount of time I'm going to be selfish and build myself. And so each day doesn't have to be balanced. But in the end of your life, if you balance each day in consideration of the external circumstances, of the trajectory of where you think you want to be or better, of the lessons that you've learned from the past, if you're able to incorporate all three, the past, present, and future, in the context of now, of understanding the 24 hours that you have now in order to get to where you want to be or better, then you'll live a work-life balance. It doesn't mean percentage of time that is equally balanced. The future distributes itself in an unequal manner. It distributes itself to those that thinks they do and believe in the path of what they want, not what others want, what's missing, or what they don't have. And so don't look for a false sense of balance. Look for a weighted sense of balance in order to effectuate what you want or better. Wow. That, 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 that was really insightful. And that actually just answered the second question that I had for you, which was just basically if you had any advice for aspiring entrepreneurs and individuals seeking happiness and f fulfillment what would it be? And, you know, pre you pretty much just answered that as well. <laughs> well, I have one other piece of advice. Sure. Ask for help, you okay. know, share my content, do good deeds, be more interested than interesting, but ask for help. Three easy words that will get you where you want to be faster than anything else. People ask me all the time, how did I lose all that money? I refused to ask for help. I thought I knew what I didn't know. So I appreciate you taking the time for this interview. Reach out to me, David at David david at dmelzer.com thank you so much jt thank you so much david i really appreciate it awesome share my content do good deeds talk to you soon definitely will this is on air with jt join jt visionary and host for a 420 friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture news interviews, debates, and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront, with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com.